Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Man, that was a fucking game last night. Uh, yeah, it sure was. I mean... It really was. I mean, it was, a, aside from all the bullshit that went down, it was a really good game. An unbelievable game. Yeah. But with the drama and everything else mixed in, the ratings were through the roof, obviously, last oh, yeah. night. Um, the problem I've had with most of the series, and like, dude, I, I'm actually going to be serious at the, at the top of this show, right? The, the problem I've had with this series was... This three days in between each game thing leaves too much open time to try to guess and worry and wonder about what's going to happen. Right. Right. And usually by the time the, the game gets there, it's shitty. The game ends up being shitty. It's been too long. Underwhelming, you mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And with this, all of us, and I think every sports fan or NBA fan, was watching that game hoping Kevin Durant would come back and play. Not only did he come back and play, is I had chills when he walked into the game, and I was like, oh, man, this is fucking on. That building was electric. Yep. Toronto was on fire outside the stadium last night. Everybody was waiting for a championship. Kevin Durant walks onto the court and then just starts bombing three-pointers. Yeah, he just drills his first three threes. I, it was as if he had never left the game and, and he wasn't gone for what 32 days or something like something that something like that yeah um and then boom gone second quarter pop yeah there's a really good slow motion video espn finally posted it yeah that's uh, circulating of his achilles snapping you can see something like his foot plants and yep. then there's a small fraction of time that passes and you can see something ripple up his calf yeah it's definitely an achilles i mean uh, all the reports coming out of the Warriors camp right now is that they think it's a ruptured Achilles, which means Ugh. he's going to be out for a full year. Yeah, I, you know, and we can get to what that means for the rest of, of the league and the free agency. Everything trades, is different draft, now. Everything, everything is different. changed from the, this one injury. But as a fan watching the game, when he got hurt, I was destroyed. Like, I, I was... I was angry about it. Stephen A. Smith said the same thing. Not that we're big fans. Of Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. He's, I know, I, look, he's entertaining. I, he, he I, is, I don't yeah. mind him. I like him better than Skip Bayless. I hate Skip Bayless. So? Fucking hate him. Yeah. I actually, let's, let's, let's talk more about basketball and less about him because I'm going to rage out. <laughs> At any rate, yeah, he said it was like the most depressing moment in his sports career, like his covering sports, basically. It was, because look, as a fan, you want to see the best play. In my opinion, Kevin Durant is the best player in the world. Yep. and probably has been for the last three years. Something like that, yeah. For me. Everybody will still get their fucking LeBron boners on um, about how great he is. I'm not one of those people. Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, Kevin, Kevin Durant, uh, Harden, and probably Curry have been the yeah. best players in the world um, over LeBron for the last three years. And to see the best player in the world go out in, you know, a game five where he could potentially save the series, uh, because let's face it, they were housing the Raptors. With yeah. that lineup in there, Yeah, they, I, in, 
with Kevin Durant on the floor, in my opinion, there is no possible way that Toronto wins this series with Kevin Durant on the floor. For any amount of time, no. Like uh, at all. There's I, w- w- after his first couple of shots, and it seemed like he was in a rhythm. I was like, wow, they're actually going to fucking win the series, probably. Yeah. Uh, and you know they still might. I doubt it. I think uh, that building is going to be rocking at Oracle. It's the last game that's ever going to be played there. And it's in ninety days, so we <laughs> yeah. have time. It's six months from now. If you want to book Jesus your travel, Christ, you can get NBA. that deal. Yeah, it's get on. Shit it's on Thursday. Yeah, and so Monday, Thursday, two days off. I get it for traveling from coast to coast like that. I guess. I guess, but look, you have the NBA Finals on and the NHL Finals on at the same time. Go, go every other night with it. Pair up. That way, you can each. Enjoy. I mean, they're going on different nights, anyways. But you know, even the NHL is taking their goddamn sweet time with this. You know. Their their game seven isn't until Wednesday night. Yeah, um, I'll be amp- there's a game seven, and then you know the next game of the Warriors series. But you know that whole shit. Get it together with that schedule, man. Um, I I look. I think uh, I think the Warriors can pull it out. I was really surprised they they won the game last night. I don't know because now KD's gone. And- no, I mean pull out pull out game six. I don't oh, know yeah, if they yeah, can pull yeah, out yeah. the series. Yeah, I think they can pull out game six. Game seven. Toss a fucking coin in the air because I, I have Anything no can idea. Happen, yeah, if the Raptors come out and Danny Green and uh, and uh, Kawhi Leonard aren't hitting threes, then yeah. they might lose even to a weakened Warriors team because the Warriors probably aren't going to miss. Uh, so we'll, it's we'll just, see. I like mean, those it, little things can change the whole game. Somebody gets in foul trouble, exhausted mentally and physically at this point. I mean, they've played what yeah. an extra hundred and nine games or something crazy in the last five years making this run this is their fifth consecutive finals appearance yeah um i mean you have to play a minimum of 16 right oh that's, yeah that's if you don't lose any wins games. yeah, yeah. If, so. if you don't lose and uh i i this is the way i felt when he went down that i thought that team it just sucked the life out of them i was surprised to see uh steph curry and iguodala walk him back to the locker room mid-game when's the last time you saw two superstar players that are starters Walk their their star player back to the locker room. Like yeah, that. that was weird. That whole scene where it um, felt like a movie where Bob Myers is in the back crying and shit. Yeah, Bob Myers is the GM of the Warriors. Yeah. so Bob Myers is in the back crying. Uh, homeboy's agent, Kevin Durant's agent, is in the fucking locker room with him. Which is, I mean, it is what it is. But that's kind of weird. Um, that whole scene <sighs> because, and we'll get into this in a minute. But the repercussions. Because he's got one more year with a player option. Right. Which And everybody, not everybody, but most people expected him to opt out and test the free agent market and maybe go to New York or maybe go to L.A. or whatever the fucking case is. None of that is happening now. Like, he's going to sit. He will not sit. He's going to rehab in the Bay Area for the next year and get paid $35 million to do it. And who the fuck knows after that? Uh, we'll, We'll see. I mean, look. We'll talk about the game first and then get into that. I think there's another interesting scenario out there for him mm-hmm. that if if it presents itself in the offseason, will be tough for him to walk away from or limp away from at this point. Mm-hmm. Nailed it, pun and, you know, boom. Wheelchair. Maybe he can uh, become the new wheelchair Jimmy and Drake can push him. Yeah. Yeah. No, Drake's got a tattoo of Duran on his arm. You know that, right? Does he really? Yeah. Uh, and Steph. He's got oh, uh, their numbers tattooed on his arm. That's bizarre. He wants to be an NBA wife so bad. Drake. He could do it. He's not a bad-looking dude. No. I, look, I'd fuck Drake. Yeah. Just to do it. Um, but, you know, b- back to the game. Once they walked him into the locker room, I thought to myself, this is over. 
This is it. And they came out and they were able to, to, to hold a lead going into halftime. Small, but it, w- it was a lead, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they came out firing in the third quarter and ended up going up by 12. And then the end of the game comes in the fourth quarter and Kawhi Leonard takes over and uh-huh, just starts. Uh, he he that, couldn't miss. Right around, I think it was like five and a half minutes left. Yep. He just drilled two threes and fucking layups, uh, two and, layups that were clutch. And, and an and one and all yeah. that shit. And I was like, this is over. Because the Warriors were down at, what, six at one point with maybe two and a half minutes left, yeah. left to they go. They were down and then six, hit two threes. I was like, that's it, man. And this, I, it, it looked to me, because I was watching the crowd, it looked like the crowd thought that was it. Everybody sensed that was it. Yeah. Except for Steph and Clay, and then they went bombs away. Yeah, they and, don't give a fuck, and that's the difference between a champion and not a champion. And I'm not saying that Toronto won't win the series. I'm saying that Golden State knows that it can win. And yes. you, you made an interesting comment while we were watching the game at your house. I think it was about two minutes left, and they were still up. I think they were up by three, and you're like, this is the part of the game where Toronto players start thinking about, oh, my God, we could actually win this thing. Yeah, Warriors. you get super fucking nervous, and then you start getting in your own head, and it affects the way you play. Like that uh, errant pass that uh, fucking homeboy made, yeah. that was oof. Right to the bench. I mean, he's not, he has not had a very good um, – Kyle Lowry? Yeah, Lowry's not been great in the playoffs – Ever in his career, really not well. He's been he's had great moments, but he's never been consistently good. He's had a couple good games here and there, but yeah, he's not a consistently yeah. great playoff player. And he's consistently great and in the regular season. That kind of play, like that, wasn't the guy cut the wrong way and I threw it. It was a fucking terrible pass, and to me, that's a lack of judge or lack of focus. Right, and that's what happens when you're fucking thinking about shit. You know what Steph Curry's thinking about? I'm gonna fucking hit this three. Yeah, I and then I'm gonna fuck. come down and I got to bury another three. Yeah, and uh, when it came down to the you know the end of the game. Down by one. I was look. I think it was Iguodala who went out and uh, and guarded Kawhi Leonard and forced him to give up the ball. Yeah, again, throwing it to Kyle Lowry. As soon as it went to Kyle Lowry, I was like, "Oh, the yep. Warriors just won this game." Sure enough, it looked like the shot got tipped or blocked. Or I think Draymond got a finger on you. E- either that, or you just hit the side of the backboard. It wasn't going in. If he got a clean, look. I haven't seen a good angle on that shot yet. Honestly. No, I, I haven't either. Like. To me, I've seen 90 angles of, of Durant's Achilles, but not one of the final shot of the game. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see that. I feel like it would, could potentially vindicate Kyle Lowry a little bit. Because if Draymond got a finger on it, he got a finger on it. Yeah, right? nothing you can do. But if you shot the ball, with a, that was a pretty good look. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it hit, the side of the it hit the side of the backboard in a clutch moment like that. That just adds to the fucking mystique of his shitty playoff play. And I got to tell you, as someone who enjoys... Uh, the misery that fans can experience watching that stadium deflate last night was amazing. Man, that really fills you up. Especially because it's Canada. I mean, look, that's what they get for burning down the White House in the War of 1812. <laughs> Which technically Canada wasn't a country until 1867, but fuck them either way, yeah, right? Yeah, they were, they were from there. Just skate back yeah, home. they were from there. Yeah, it was British colonies, yeah. but they were up there, but so fuck them. they were up there, so. Um, but no, it, it's... I I really want, uh, aside from just being a Warriors fan, I really want to see the Warriors come back and win this series. So do I. Shorthanded like this because it would just be such a tragic moment for Canada. And Drake. Yeah, and Drake especially. The Drake curse would be cemented for life. And do you think Rob awesome. Ford would come back to life? 
I, w- I, w- I wish like they would have zoomed his body. Stomp yeah. through the fucking town, uh, smoking crack, and great. I if, miss if, Rob Ford. Yeah, if he was like the the Stave Puff Marshmallow guy from uh, Ghostbusters, <laughs> yeah. just smoking crack through town, smashing buildings. Did the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man smoke crack? Ah, never know. Rob Ford did though. It's and weird. that's really all that matters in this life. Rob Ford was uh, for a crackhead, not a slim man. No, but you know, Rob Ford, by the way, is the the mayor of of Toronto for a while. And yeah, so yeah, you get hungrier on crack. I don't think that's right. I don't, I don't either, man. <laughs> you may but eat faster. <laughs> I've also seen people do a lot of coke and, and get boners. So I've never known that to be a thing. You learn something every day. People's every day. bodies are different. The old human <laughs> DNA is a mysterious thing, isn't it? Uh, and so is Kevin Durant's man, because it makes me wonder. If it wasn't a calf injury after all, if it was an Achilles. Like originally, you mean? Originally. Yeah. Because the, the timetable for that, it felt like it was day to day for the last three weeks. Yeah. For a calf injury. And I was like, man, this seems weird. I don't understand. Um, the, the, the heart of Kevin Durant and the will to me to play basketball. Yeah. That answer was solved when he... Absolutely. Walked out on the court. And I, but I, I was one of those people. I'm not going to lie, man. I was one of those people who was like, fuck this dude. Everybody else out on the Warriors is virtually dead. Kevon Looney even came back. And we joked about He was this wearing last a week. fucking flak jacket. He's got a goddamn broken collarbone. Every single second on that court, Kevon Looney looks like he is dying inside. Yes. Yeah, he is out there. Clay Thompson is out there. Um, Fucking Boogie Cousins, That's 90th how, injury of the year, is out there. And I was one of those people who was like, fuck you, KD. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why you can't come back from a calf. Maybe it wasn't a calf. Maybe it wasn't after all. And look, it, it, it actually makes me like him even more if it was an Achilles. Because you know then, if you play. Like he's putting his entire career at risk at that point. Well, financially, everything. Yeah. All the way around. Um, and look, Kevin Durant <clears throat> is already rich, so I'm not going to cry for him that much i'm gonna cry for the fact that we're probably gonna lose the, the greatest player in the world for two years because that that injury is is an entire year well it's i mean it's not just an entire year though so an entire year is what it takes to come back from it correct just to get back in the game but uh no player has ever come back and played more minutes in their first and second season than they did before the injury correct and they p- play on average 27% less minutes, which is a quarter less minutes than they played before. So somebody like Durant that plays 32 minutes a game, mm-hmm. now he's playing 24 minutes a game. And that's not great, man. I and mean, for a fucking starter in the NBA, 24 minutes is not great. And they're just never the same again. Except for Dominique. Dominique Wilkins is the only guy that really came back the same. He was actually a little bit better in his second season after from, his, from the pre-injury. Yeah. But he's an athletic freak, and he probably just got lucky. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, Kobe is my end all be all favorite player. Yeah. Uh, basketball wise, he wasn't the same after the Achilles. None of these guys are the same. Yes, they can come back and play uh, at a relatively high level, but they can never be all world like Kevin Durant no. was. And uh, that's that's what makes me sad about this. It whole sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's situation because it, you just lost the best player in the world. It doesn't look good for him, to be honest. No. Uh, and then immediately, you know, afterwards, the questions, you know, we're, we're pretty fucking instant of what happens to free agency and yeah. his whole shit. You made the comment last night after it happens. You, you said, all right, he's got a player option next year for, what is it, $31.5 million? Something like that, yeah. Um, he'll definitely exercise that, right? Which is going to fuck the Warriors. I, I think so, yeah. Here's the thing. Because a lot of people say it's going to fuck the Warriors, right? Mm. 
because they got to play Clay Max deal next year. They got to they got to pay out Draymond to come back. Then you're stuck with that salary of of Kevin Durant's. It's going to be hard. But what do you do for a guy that that gave it all in, in the finals for you, including his Achilles? I say he earns that fucking money. I, I say he deserved the thirty one point five if he decides to take it. Here's why I say if. Here's an interesting scenario that I'm going to put out there, and I don't know if it's true, but it could be. There is a team that is desperate enough to pay an injured Durant a max salary mm-hmm. for five years, and I think that team might be the New York Knicks. He's not on a max contract right now. No. So if he, if he stays with the, uh, with the Warriors for next year, he's going to lose out on about $6.5 million in salary for that year. For that year, but and also... You and you don't know what the free agency class the next time is going to look. I mean, obviously, you're the best player in the world, but if it's you and four other guys and there's max contracts available and if there's you and fucking 80 other guys, you know what I mean? It, just made, it always makes a difference. Plus, the other guys that are in free agency that year that you would want to team up with and shit, that fucks that whole plan up. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. He, well, look... I, I could see him opting out, honestly. But, but, but here's the thing. If the, if the Knicks called, let's say they just you know, hit him up in the next few days and said, hey, man, we're going to give you that max deal anyways, opt out, opt mm-hmm. out, right? If you're Kevin Durant, he's 30, turning 31 in what, September, I think? Um, he'll yeah. be 31. By the time he comes back from this injury, he'll be 32 years old. Um, do you put, you know, do you trust him to come back with an Achilles at 32 years old and give him a max contract knowing that he'll have four years on it? Somebody will definitely do it. If There's you're no the question. If you're the Knicks, yeah, because they've sucked for so long now. that, And they have plenty of money, so what's the downside for them? Honestly. like, I, I, I mean, it, it, it could potentially fuck your franchise if you've got a guy on a max-out deal for five years and he sucks. Let's say he can't come back and he's just not Kevin Durant anymore. And I think that, to me personally, I think that's the only team out there right now that could or would do this deal to try to get a superstar there just to, to, to quell the fan base and say, hey, man, we're trying. We're actually fucking trying to put some form of a team together. Uh, in the long-term scope of free agency, though, there was a rumor going around that, that Kevin Durant was already calling other players, recruiting them to New York. Yeah, I heard that. And, and the Warriors guys weren't too thrilled about that. Yeah, apparently. and that uh, Kawhi was one of them, and that... Uh, uh, Kyrie was one of them. Kyrie Irving was one of them. Now that plan is dead. If I'm Kyrie Irving or Kawhi Leonard, there's a guy that's not going to be good for another two years. No, I'm not going with you. I'm sorry, man. There's no way. It's, it's kind of like the LeBron situation now, where LeBron is, is so old, and he's you know prone to injuries now. Why? Why are you going there? when You, you can't win a championship with LeBron James yeah. anymore. I don't think you can win a championship with Kevin Durant for at least two to three more years at this point. What are you going to do for the next two or three more years? I don't know. I mean, honestly, uh, I don't know what the Warriors are going to do next year if he stays. I don't either. Because there's there's the other side of that coin is what do you do when a guy's eating up 31.5 that you can't spend and you've got to max out Clay and max out Draymond? You can spend, I think there's, uh, if a guy's out for the season, like completely out. Then you can spend, you can do a mid-level exception at half of the player who's out salary, which right. is that's a lot of money. But it's 15, yeah. it can only be a one-year deal. And honestly, 
I don't think if you did that that he would be eligible for the playoffs. And if things play out like a normal Achilles injury, there's mm-hmm. a good chance that Kevin Durant would be back for the playoffs next year, and they wouldn't want to fuck that up just to have someone you know, half as good as him, him at half the price. Sure. I think. I don't know. I don't know how that really – I mean, the Warriors have done a really good job of building teams over the year. I think they've overextended themselves this year, obviously. They put too much uh, – too much faith in no one getting hurt and people did looney major rotation guy and durant a superstar are both hurt now and they're fucking hobbling dude i mean i i think i think with the warriors they gambled on big name superstars ate up all the money and then they had no bench so now you're kind of fucked and it's you're relying on only your starters and your starters only whereas you know you guys you got guys coming off the bench for toronto like van fleet and these these kids and uh, they're pretty goddamn good. Yeah. I mean, look, Serge Ibaka, isn't he? A, he's, he's the backup, right? To, he's like a third stringer, basically. Gasol. I mean, that's a pretty deep roster yeah. uh, for them. The Warriors <laughs> just don't have a deep roster. I mean, they, they need bodies now at no. this point. Boogie's still hurt. Or, you know, look, yeah. there's another guy who came back from an Achilles yep. and just doesn't look No. And if you're, if you're Durant, uh, you made the mistake, and Barkley, by the way, Charles Barkley is all over the Warriors right now. Like, it's their fault that Katie's injured and blah, blah, blah. Look, Katie probably fucking kicked the door down to Bob Meyer's office the other night and said, hey, I'm, Absolutely. Fucking, I'm fucking playing. Yeah. This is my legacy. Yep. I'm playing, period. Yeah. Um, you can't blame the organization for that. If a guy no. says he's good to go, he's good to go. And the doctor says he's good to go, he's good to go. And there's yeah. nothing you can do about that. And- but I, I can tell you, just like you were saying about um, – about Boogie. These guys, when they come back, not great. So, I mean, really the Warriors and him need to get on the same page. Honestly, I hope what happens is they cut all the bullshit and they don't try to play like like rope-a-dope each other or whatever the fuck because he needs to stay out until the 2021 season. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. He yeah, just needs to stay out. Absolutely. The 2020, yeah. 2021 yes. season. Um, there's no point in him coming back next year. Um, just for one short playoff run like what would be yeah you would get another ring you got two finals mvps dude just like that's this is your whole career like what is there's no point speaking in, of, in yeah, doing that. speaking of career though i p- part of me wonders if you don't take that knicks deal and here's why if if the knicks end up offering it i have no idea by the way um they pure, will, purely speculation they will absolutely offer that deal but if they do offer him that deal right if you're kevin durant and you look at all of these guys in every sport who have not been able to come back from Achilles. Yeah. Ryan Howard was another one. Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck, Richard Sherman. All these guys just look, they were mediocre when they came back. Boogie, Boogie Cousins right now. Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups, all those guys. Like, if you're Kevin Durant, do you look at it and say, all right, I might not come back to be the greatest player in the world. This could be my last monster fucking contract. Yeah. Even if I love the Warriors and I want to stay, I've got to take this money now while I can because that was supposed to be the money that I was going to get this summer anyways. I, if I'm a, a, a player looking at all of that money in, in my career, i probably take that Knicks deal. And I don't know that anybody blames them for it. If, if they, again, if the Knicks end up offering it, I don't, if I was the owner of a, a, any NBA franchise though, I don't. I don't take. I don't pick up Kevin Durant. I don't either. Just because. I mean, maybe he's Dominique Wilkins and he comes back stronger. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but 
to risk your franchise on none it, of, though? None of the data shows that. How, I, I was reading a couple of studies last night. There's a 2013 study of 18 major uh, players, NBA players, from 88 to 2001, or 2011, sorry. Um, seven of them never returned to the league, so that seven out of 18 never even came back. Um, of the other 11, uh, they missed an average of 56 games and saw their PER decline in both the first and second seasons. Yep. Coming back. Yep. So that's like... That puts you at 34 years old with Durant, two years into a max deal if that's what you decided to do. Uh, uh, three years and 35, excuse me, because he's going to miss all the next year. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be, look, by the time he's right, quote unquote, with these Achilles injuries, because you're a year off. Well, you're a year off, and then uh, and then the following year, they're like, oh, you're still coming back. We'll be about 33, 34, somewhere in there. Yeah. Then you're 33 and 34. And he's look. He came into the league at, at 19 years old. He's already racked up a ton of miles on his body. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, if I'm a if I'm a franchise, like let's say the Hawks. Obviously, I'm a diehard Atlanta Hawks fan. Um, if I'm the Hawks, I don't do that deal. I really don't. No. I mean, but if you're New York, though, if you're New York Boy. and you can have Kevin Durant on your sidelines for the next season, teaching kids coaching them up fucking being a personality in new york i think that's probably worth it for them honestly if, if even I'm, if he doesn't come back to full strength i think it's worth it for them if, if i'm new york i try to make every asset available to try to get Kyrie and anthony davis together that would be preferable but i don't think that's going to happen i think it's going to be kd look they got the third pick in the draft yeah um for the and they're going to take rj barrett probably right yeah, uh, you, you know, think so? You could trade him to to play with yeah, Zion. Yeah, we, we down talked in, about that. I think Orleans. for me, that's what I would do. If I if I was New York right now, I would be trying to trade Zion and somebody else, or not Zion, but RJ Barrett or yeah. that, that pick or whatever to New Orleans down sure. to, to Anthony Davis. But um, you know, when I looked at it, like the scope of the NBA after this injury, you got you got AD. Down there, right? So he's either he's going somewhere. We just don't know where yet. Uh, the, yeah, two, the two places that he says are, are three preferable. team trades, right? Yeah, they're entertaining three team trades as of yesterday. Uh, the, 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 his two preferential teams are the Lakers and New York Knicks. Yep. So he's already stated that. It depends on if you're New Orleans and you want draft picks, go with New York. If you want all the young players from the Lakers, go with the Lakers. We'll see where that shakes out. The wild card is Boston in that scenario yeah. simply because they have to wait for Kyrie Irving to decide what he's going to do. I think there's a good chance he might stay if he can get somebody else to come over there. Say, same. Um, uh, after last night, I do. Now, if you would have asked me before last yeah. night's injury, I would have said him and KD are gone and they're playing in New York together. Is there any chance, because this is fucking crazy, but is there any chance that Kawhi Leonard leaves Toronto after winning a championship with him? So that's the other Cause thing. Because that's fucking stupid. That's the other thing that I, I look at. If, if Kawhi ends up winning a championship and he beats the Warriors, right? Yeah. I think he stays. He's got to. Because they're going to give him a max. Max deal. For sure. Yeah. And, and again, you're, that you're whole a country. champion in a city that not only has great fans, clearly, that love their team. Outside of that stadium, look, reminded me of the Vegas Golden Knights. It was stadium. crazy. That's yeah. the only time you see twenty thousand people out. When in the they streets. cheered at KD going down, I thought that was a good opportunity for Kyle Lowry to shoot because he he Kyle Lowry chokes in the playoffs quite a bit, or doesn't chokes the wrong way. He doesn't play up to his normal level, but he is one of the biggest class act human beings in the entire Great league. Dude. Probably well one of spoken, the smartest yeah. dudes in the league yeah. too. And uh, it was him immediately, like looking at the fans, like. 
are you fucking kidding me? Like, he seriously had that look on his face. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Even Drake was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Although Drake was doing a whole acting bit. He looked, it was like his grandma had just died or something. Well, to be honest, he does have Durant tattooed on his fucking That's true, arm. Yeah. So, I, you know, they're, they're bros in real life. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, uh, nobody weird, wants, it, nobody wants to win situation. like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with that, dude, I, I think Kawhi, if they win the championship, he stays. He's got to. Um, but they've also got to bring on some help for him. They the do, and, and they can. Like, they'll be able to. Yeah. Um, because now they're a championship team, and yeah. Kawhi Leonard's got many, many years left. And yeah. some people want to play there. And he doesn't really need – he just needs a bunch of team players. He doesn't need a big superstar. I and think, you're in the East. Yeah, one, one additional star. Not superstar, but star. Somebody that can distribute the ball a little better. Like, Draymond Green, for example, would be a great fucking fit. Can you imagine Draymond Green and Kawhi Leonard on the same team? Oh, man. Like, at, at the three and four? Like, holy shit, you wouldn't be able Let's to score. throw Patrick huh? Beverly on that team. Yeah. Teams would score 60 points. Yeah. It'd be back to, you know, the 1930s Hoosier I days. would love to see that because they are just, like, two bruiser human beings, relentless. I don't know. Like, it's – and it's the, – they're so polar opposite. Like, Draymond is all about using his fire and emotion and lunacy to, like, be all over people. And I don't think Kawhi Leonard has had a feeling in his life. No. No, he's uh, he's a hundred percent robot. Like if if he was sitting here right now and this building was burning down around him, he would look around and be like, "Oh, I think the building's on fire, guys." Uh, I'm gonna go outside. Even if he wins the NBA title, I'll be like, "Yeah." I, I, won one I, of I was actually I that crossed my mind that thought. I'm like, now I kind of all right, fine. They're gonna lose. The Warriors are gonna lose. Fine. Let's see. I'm really gonna key in on Kawhi Leonard and how he celebrates. Same here. That's exactly what I was looking for. Because it would have there would have been memes. Oh, t- a million, million. But real quick, back to the free agency thing. Yeah. Uh, once they solve the Anthony Davis riddle of wherever he's going to go, right? I think it's going to be a pretty boring offseason. If I'm Kyrie and nobody and AD doesn't come to New York, I stay in Boston. And I make Boston try to trade for him. Yeah. Uh, and say, all right, great, guys. I'm here. I want to stay here or whatever. Kyrie's great in the playoffs. Proved it again this year. I mean, he's he's one of the he's one of the few clutch people. He's um, really good in the playoffs. You know, the, the only other option would be for him to team up with LeBron again, which isn't out of the question. No, I could point. see that. I would actually Same. like to see that. I would like to, especially if um, if Katie is not going to play for the Warriors next year at all. Yeah, um, Kyrie going over to the Lakers definitely changes the dynamic of the West because now you have three legit teams. Like Houston, the Warriors, and the Lakers are all legit teams at that point. Yeah. And when's the last time there have been three legit, like, challengers for a title? Like, we all expected Golden State to win the Western Conference, and we expected Toronto to win the Eastern Conference. Everybody expected that. And for the last several years, it's been LeBron's probably going to win the East. I actually thought Boston was going to win this year. I was, I, I didn't put anything on Toronto. Yeah. No, I didn't know. I, I don't know. Look, I don't know anybody who bet on Toronto before the season started, but I just believe in Kawhi Leonard. And I, I didn't know how they were going to gel, so I didn't put anything before the season. But after they started playing well together, I'm like, yeah, that's probably going to happen. Unless something goes goes wrong. Uh, next game, year, game though. Game seven, though, they almost lost to, to Philly. Yeah. So that was close. Bouncer, but, uh, little bouncer. Look, Philly's a player away, too. Yeah. So um, that, that kind of leaves you with, uh, if, if Kawhi stays, it kind of leaves you with, with one more big free agent out there, and that's Kemba Walker. Yeah. And he's... Probably the most underappreciated person uh, in the league. No, no one talks about Kemba Walker, but he's going to get you twenty. And I think if if uh, I think if Kyrie doesn't go to the Lakers, I could see Kemba Walker going there. 
But yeah. I don't think you know now this this off season isn't going to be as crazy as usual. And you no. know the two biggest losers in this are probably the Knicks and the Clippers out of that injury. Because I think I'm with you. I think the Clippers would have had a really good shot at getting Kawhi and Durant. Yeah. Let's let's face it. If Durant plays, Warriors win the title. Yep. That means Kawhi mm-hmm. can get the fuck out of Toronto and say, "Hey guys, it was a fun rental for a year. Mm-hmm. I got traded here, but now I'm going to go home, back to LA, and sign a long term deal." Yeah. Um, but now, if he wins the championship, that's off the table. And uh, if you're Steve Ballmer right now, you got to be shaking your head, saying, "You got to be kidding me." Yeah. They've geared up for the biggest. They've geared up for this off season for three years now, and now it's out the window. I don't know who goes to the Clippers now. I don't if, either. If uh, Durant I mean, isn't there, we were looking at uh, uh, Anthony Davis switching teams. Probably mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. Probably Kevin Durant. Probably uh, Kyrie Irving, and probably and definitely Kemba Walker. He's not staying. In, he's not staying here, right? There's no way. No, there's no way he's staying um, in Charlotte. All those guys changing teams maybe some of them teaming up together that was going to be a very exciting offseason now i think you're right it's not going to be i mean we'll whatever happens will happen with anthony davis and then kyrie irving will do what he does and then the rest of the chips will just fall i think if uh, toronto wins and they probably will quiet is going to stay he can't leave the only interesting thing will be what durant decides to do and then how the warriors follow up like what their fucking move is after that yeah i mean look the the only interesting thing of the summer now is pretty much my hair your hair is uh yeah really rocking it this summer it's great it's really great if you're not subscribed to the youtube show you should be go to youtube and subscribe we've combined channels with ross patterson revolution and uh drink and bros podcast so subscribe to get all of this magic um wanted to uh, really wanted to to get into that uh, before we got into the sponsors yeah so uh to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros sorry we're a little late today but that was an emotional game last night man it was yeah um as a dude like i that was in me last night i was wearing that game i got home and cried for like three hours after that what'd you, you cry in into yeah my own hands uh, not into a ghost pillow from ghostbed.com forward no, slash I, drinking I, bros i cried actually into the sheets okay the and, ghost sheets. And then there's the protector under it. So yeah. bed's, waterproof. Bed's totally dry. Uh, I was not dry. I was wet. Yeah. Yeah. You were a lot I, of tears. I like to get wet. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. I mean, you know what I did this morning? No shit. What's that? I, I walked in to the bedroom. I was getting a drink and just plopped down on the bed. And I'm like, wow, this is really soft. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a ghost bed. I'm like, wait, am I advertising myself right now? What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> it got super meta is all I'm saying. And I thought maybe I was somebody else. Go to ghostbed.com <laughs> forward slash drinking bros today. Uh, you, you realize you just described Patrick Swayze and ghost too. Um, also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 36 months, no interest pays you go program. You didn't even have to pay for the, the first month. 30 day money back guarantee if you want to sleep on that thing jerk on that thing and then uh yeah and if you buy one uh head back you know do make an unboxing video for us and the funniest one will give you some free shit absolutely about that absolutely and uh look the the pillows are just as amazing as the mattress if you're a military or first responder out there 15 percent off for life for life there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros uh, do it. They've also got a bunch of awesome deals for regular humans, and the bundle package is seven ninety nine. It's amazing. Uh, next up is mybookie.com forward slash drinking bros. They're gonna they're fixing the new sites. So they're putting a, a nice little NFL spin on it for us. So oh, thank you. They said if it's not up, 
It'll be up very, very soon. <laughs> Why did they say it with very, that voice? Very soon. What's up? Why did they say it in that voice? It had to. Uh, very, very soon it's going to be on. Uh, gambling, man. I want to. So I threw some money on this game yesterday. Yeah. Um, MyBookie.com. And it was a push, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I got it. So here's the, the crazy thing. And again, listen to the show. That way you can bet and sign up for Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Uh, it's a private group, but uh, we throw a lot of last minute bets in there and things like that. This was the craziest spread at mybookie.com um, because this on Saturday night. You mean the flip? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Saturday night on mybookie.com, it was six and a half, minus six and a half for Toronto. Yeah. As news trickled out about KD into Sunday, it dropped down to four and a half, right? Yep. And then he practiced. And then in the morning, once they said, oh, man, he's probably going to play, yeah. it got cut to two and a half to one and a half. At tip-off, because I went back to my bookie, at tip-off, there were so many fucking bets on the Warriors yeah. that it was Warriors minus one, and they won by one point. Um, so it was crazy. But it's depending upon what time you got in on that game. So I got in. They announced that KD was going to play at maybe 4 o'clock. And I got in, and it was the spread was uh, Toronto minus 1.5. Hmm. So I got a point and a half on that. I didn't throw a lot of money on just a couple hundred bucks. but Because um, I really wasn't sure who was going to win that game. And I wasn't even sure if Kevin Durant was going to play and or be healthy throughout the game. Um, and that's exactly what happened. It turned into a fucking free-for-all yeah. coin toss bet. And um, I won. But that's why, you, you know, look, check the lines. Go back and forth. Put the money in when you think it's going to happen. Because if you got that at six and a half on Saturday night, <laughs> boss. Yeah, that was, uh, man. That's a lot of points, That's man. a lot of points. I can't, like, even with uh, KD out, I don't think they would have won by seven probably i don't know I, look you wonder if a team gives up man i think i think the injury actually gives them hope yeah um, I, I looked at the spread so on my bookie right now if you want to jump in on thursday's game and again promo code is drinking bros doubles your deposit from 100 all the way to three thousand dollars at mybookie.com forward slash drinking bros with a promo code drinking bros doubles your deposit from 100 all the way to three thousand uh it is at minus three right now that's the spread for the warriors so the Warriors are minus three at home for Thursday night's game. That's about right. Man, I don't know, but I think they're fired up now. I think this gives them, I, I think what's, this gives what's them the, something to believe in now. What, what's the over-under in that one? Does it uh, say? I don't know. The, the spread just came up right now. Let me see if it's on. Uh, Peep it. On here. Peep it and look at it. I'll tell it. you why I asked, because there's only one way I think that the Warriors win that game. Is um, if they, they play lockdown fucking defense. Like, the only way they win is if they play small and mm-hmm. played lockdown defense, good turnovers, and protect the ball. It's the only way they win. So I'm going to take – probably take the under. The, the under is uh, 211. All right, so that's a 106-105 game right there. Uh, that's that's, what, that's I, what we just saw. I, yeah, it, it is, but me personally – I can never bet on a Warriors under in my life because yeah, if they, I, I got it. If yeah. one of those guys could go, either, look, Steph or Clay could go for yeah. 50. Um, and I look, so could have Durant before he got hurt. He was on pace for 50 last yeah, night. Yeah. Um, so I can never take a Warriors under, so therefore I'll never do it. Good on you if you can out there, but I, I, I certainly can't do it. I think it. it's worth a gamble. We'll see. Honestly, we'll see. I, think it's, I think it's worth a gamble because Steve Kerr is a very smart man. Yep. 
And I, I think that uh, Toronto will score 98-ish points in this game, something like that. Ah. That's, that's my prediction. I would say 95 to 98 points. And it's only – I only say that because I, Steve Kerr is a really smart guy. He is. They have two days off, and they know that the only way they can win is they play crazy defense and keep Stephen Clay open for threes, right? So – uh, I'm going. I'm going to bet the under on this. Uh, you, you can have fun with that. I'm not touching this. Uh, last but not least, expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros. Keep the Chinese out of your fucking technological butthole. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, they're trying to steal all of our data all the time. All of all of our rare earth. All of our rare earth data. Yeah. Everything. No, it's all your banking information and your fucking passwords and all this other bullshit. I have ExpressVPN on all of my devices. Yes. Because um, I'm tired of my shit getting stolen all it, the time. It's the only way to protect yourself uh, cyber-wise on yeah. the web. iPhones, tablets, uh, laptops. Yeah. And there's also, tops. because it's a VPN, which is a virtual private network, you may or may not be able to watch things on your company's Wi-Fi that you wouldn't normally be able to watch. Porn. You can watch porn at work, and that should be the end of Like, if they block Facebook or Instagram or porn, you can still use it. Yeah. I'm not saying to do that. I don't want anybody getting fired because of this. But uh, I do recommend investing in one of these screens that's, like, you know, turns black when you Whoopsies. turn it to the side. Uh, go to <laughs> ExpressVPN forward slash Drinking Bros today. Seven bucks a month. That's all it is. When you sign up uh, for a year, you get uh, three months for free. There might, there might even be a promo code, too, of Drinking Bros. But, um, for ExpressVPN? Yeah. Is it the URL? I think it's the URL. Yeah. All right. ExpressVPN.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Gets yeah. you uh, three months free. And uh, dude, seven bucks a month to protect all of your devices. Do it. It just runs in the background. Uh, so your shit is not jacked. Uh, NHL. We got a game seven. Tomorrow night. Yeah. I don't... I've been incorrect on this series. It's in Boston. It's in Boston. So, I'm look, I, I'm, I've already bet it. I'm taking Boston. Game sevens are game sevens, though. They are. And, and But it's in Boston. And I thought, me personally, since, since the last series, I, I thought Boston was the best team in, in the entire playoffs mm-hmm. left. Again, the reason why this harms my soul... <laughs> Is awful Boston sports fans will now have three titles out of four sports in yeah. the same calendar year, and that fucking bums me out. Um, I, do, I don't think there is any prayer that St. Louis comes in and wins a game seven. I'd love to see it happen. For all you Blues fans out there, know that I'm with you, and I, I'll be happy to lose this fucking money on my bookie just to see a, 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 a non-Boston team win Anything It'd be nice, at this point. but four out of five game sevens in the playoffs this year have gone to the home team. Correct. And that is a statistic that you'll see carry over to other years as well. Yep. And if you're going to tell me that game seven of the Stanley Cup finals, and look, I think Boston is the better team. I really do. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought that, that tripping call was bullshit too. Um, but, you know, look, the refs have had a, a tough go of it. They have. Um, this, uh, this playoff season in the NHL, but... I don't see them losing a game seven at home, and, no. and I've already pushed pushed my chips. The money line one. is uh, minus one sixty five for Boston, so yeah. I mean that's not huge. So you're not going to make a whole lot of money on this. Not going to make a ton of money. The over under is five and a half, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, I was looking over the last twelve game sevens in the NHL playoffs, mm-hmm. and eight of them, so three fourths, were sub five five. Uh, 
that's not definitive enough for me to take the over or under on this. I although St. Louis has to play physical as fuck. Right. In the neutral zone and on the forecheck to have any chance of winning this game. The games they won in this series were because they applied a lot of pressure on the forecheck, got turnovers in the neutral zone and turned into goals. They didn't do it the last two games at all. Uh, and they got lucky with a couple of calls. And now they're facing elimination. If I'm the coach, I'm like, hey, 45-second shifts, 40, 45-second shifts, you have to go balls out the whole time, fucking rock people's asses, and stay on the forecheck. And to be honest, that's going to tire everybody out. It's game seven at the end of a long-ass season. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's going to be tired. People start to make mistakes, but it doesn't usually lend itself to a really high-scoring game. So I'm it, looking at like a three-one game. I would, I would, I, like again in a in a game seven. Mm-hmm. I would lean towards an under in that because I think yeah. it's going to be close and, and nerves are a factor. Yep. It, you know, it's, it's a game seven. If you if you fuck up, that stays with you the rest of your life. Yeah. So I lean toward an under in that. I'm going to say three-two in this one, Boston. I, three one three two. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. I'm going to go three-two, Boston. But I definitely take the under. I think five and a half is for a game seven. I think that's kind of high. It would be, yeah. It'd be, but you know, again, you never know. Uh, whoever's losing with three minutes left, if they're down two, they're going to pull their goalie, and that might. I know you might it see might, a couple it, it easy could ones. Fuck with it, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Boston the under, and I think it's three two, and uh, and then we're gonna hear Boston sports fans for the rest of our lives. Yeah. scream. Does yeah. Mark Wahlberg show up and pretend to be a homer for hockey? I don't know. I do know this, uh, Jamie Kaler. Yeah, comedian, friend of the show, friend of the show, is a huge Boston fan. Is he I, going to that game? Uh, no, I don't think so. But if uh, if they win, I'm going to block him on Instagram. To be <laughs> honest, because um, I just can't. I can't take it. No, for, I, can't, not, I can't. For three out of four, I can't. God I'm, look, damn it! I'm amped that it's a game seven, and, and you know my my dicks are out, uh, both of them, because it's mine and Harambe's. I pull mm. his dick out for him. Um, R.I.P. Do you think uh, they auctioned off any parts of Harambe when he died? I wish they did. I, I would have bought his deck. I would have bought everything. And we got to find out. Does Flavor, Flavor Flav still have that O.J. statue? He does. I want the O.J. statue. Once the show gets big enough, yeah. we're definitely going to buy that thing. A GoFundMe for the O.J. statue? We should actually. Be great. It'd be great. Uh, we get another Let's put it right there. Right now and, uh, put it on the set. It'd be amazing to have that OJ statue here. Can you imagine? The OJ statue comes to, to Wilmington, and we drive it cross-country on top of the car. <laughs> Looking for the real killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, that way everybody can pass you from L.A. all the way to here, being like, yo, is that, is the, that, OJ? Is that a fucking OJ statue <laughs> on, the, on that guy's Astro van? Because like, we, we would have to rent like, an, an Astro van. Yeah. Or we could get an old Bronco Ah, uh, a white Bronco. Yeah, put and then there. cut a Nailed hole in the it. roof and just put it in the back with just the torso. <laughs> just so he's looking out the top. We could probably buy one of those for like $2,000, man. No, Broncos are, that's a, those are hot commodities, dude. An, you can an get, old you can ass get a, Bronco? Yeah. I, dude, I bought in three of them. Um, you, I, you can get, you, you're looking at about the cheap ones that are going to be shitting you have to repair like five grand. Um, but they, they go really high, man. The restored ones are worth fucking. 50, 60K, man. We don't need a restored one. Yeah. By the way, is it weird that a guy who's famous and rich was driving a fucking Bronco back no. then? I no, guess not at all. Range Rover wasn't that big here then. 
That was the cool shit back and then. And Hummer had just come out. Broncos were the shit, And what, 92 or 91 the yeah, first Hummer? Broncos were the shit back in there. They're still the shit. Everybody's waiting for the new one to come out. Uh, but that, Actually, that, that new be... one doesn't look bad. We don't we don't get paid by Ford, but if they want to send us a free car, I would Oof, test drive that thing. I'd love it. I, nobody's really seen the finished one yet, so we'll see. Um, there's a bunch of test models out there, but, but uh, we'll see. We'll move on to the greatest sports story in the history of Boston ah. since we're in Boston. David Ortiz assassination attempt. This down is just in fucking crazy. The Dominican Republic is the craziest shit of all time. I, I noticed you used the phrase assassination attempt. Yeah. Is this conjecture or is there evidence? This is confirmed. like I, I saw the this fucking is video. Absolutely confirmed. I saw the video. People don't pull up on a bike, fucking take shots at one guy. Yep. And then try to flee if it's a robbery. No. <laughs> like they originally said no. it was a robbery. Like, no, no, that's not a robbery. I've robbed so many people. I can tell you that's not how to do it. So here's the thing about the Dominican Republic. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking shithole. I wouldn't. You're just wasting your time going down there, uh, yeah. especially if you're a world famous athlete who's got a shit ton of money. It just seems like they're always robbing people or, or fucking sticking people up for money and shit. What are you doing down there? I know he's got buddies down there and some family members and all that. Other he's shit. rich. Move your fucking family up here, bro. He was already here. It makes no sense, man. Uh, anytime you got to try to go back and help the people. Damn. Uh, yeah, that Defy is good. We'll talk about that in a second. It is really good. Uh, if you're watching the in the video show, his flavors are good. Um, but what what happened? This was confirmed with his agent. Was it was an assassination attempt uh, put out by two cops down there that a drug lord paid for. To kill David Ortiz. Now, here's where the story turns and gets amazing. Um, they beat this. They find the guy with the gun. Yeah. Kick the fuck out if of If you him. haven't seen that video yet, go to, it's actually on Barstool's website right Boy. now. Boy. I mean, they kick the fuck out of this guy's head yeah. in the back of it. I mean, they, they use it like a, a women's World Cup soccer ball. Speaking of which, uh, USA women just scored over Thailand. They're up one nothing. 16 minutes in. Uh, blood everywhere. This guy's bleeding, and they're filming it and calling him you know, everything under his mother. Because yeah. you're essentially <clears throat> killing a fucking Latin American hero at this point. Or, yeah. you, or they thought they did. And then, maybe six or seven hours later, a story comes out in the New York Post that was mind-altering, which was like, wait, what? Yeah, uh, it appears as though David Ortiz was at least expected by this drug lord of banging his wife. The drug lord's wife. Suspected, yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of, like, of, of banging this drug lord's wife. Which, um, for you listeners out there, if, if you know a really bad person in your neighborhood, don't bang their wife, probably. <laughs> because they're going to try to murder you. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So... Ortiz just thinks that ah, it's cool, man. I'm just going to roll out in this country and I'm David Ortiz and everything's fine. Right. Meanwhile, he's married in real life. Indeed he is. Well, was maybe we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens we'll see. here. Uh, goes to the hospital. And again, here's where the Dominican Republic shit gets wild because the dad doesn't know what happened. He doesn't know. He didn't know where his son is at. Yeah. Um, they don't ever tell you things like that there, I guess. Uh, I don't know what their fucking meta- medical staff is like. But I know this. Boston Red Sox sent a private plane to get him. They said so. The shot went through his back, um, took out uh, part of his liver. Ooh, well, um, that's fine. They had to remove his gallbladder. Again, that's fine. Um, he'll be he'll be fine with those two. The liver will regenerate itself if it's treated properly. 
He's in stable con- condition, and uh, uh, he he got on a flight, and they just did a second surgery in Boston. Yeah. So um, I don't look. I, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I'm, I'm assuming he'll be all right. But uh, his wife just made a statement, and uh, she thanked the Red Sox organization and the fans and all this other stuff. And she says, we asked for privacy as David works towards recovery. Yeah, I'm sorry. But when you're banging a drug lord's wife, you don't really get privacy, David. When you've hit 541 home runs in your career, you don't get privacy anymore. I'm sorry. This is not how it works, buddy. Oh, that is a bold I can't wait for the lifetime biopic. Of this? Yeah. I mean, it's just so crazy that I, I it's love hard when, to believe. Look, I don't want him. To, I, I think I love David Ortiz. I, he was so a, do I. He's like the most beloved. Yeah. One of the most beloved athletes like, honestly, we've had in the last has, decade. Has he ever had anything like really negative to say to anybody ever? Like he's had a no, couple of tips here and there. Was there a thing with him or was that yeah. somebody else? There was, it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, I mean, otherwise he would probably be in the Hall of Fame by now, right? When did he retire? Uh, just a couple of years ago. So maybe he's not eligible yet. No, he's not eligible yet for another, I think three, three years, <clears throat> but, uh, you look in the Yankees, Red Sox rivalry. You don't hate David Ortiz on either side. No, you don't hate Derek Jeter on either side. No, you can't. I mean, some so, people maybe do, but you're an that's asshole. stupid. Everybody hates a rod. I think. Oh yeah. 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 Universally, especially his family and yeah. stuff like that. But, <laughs> uh, universally it's fine to hate a rod yeah. forever, but, uh, but Derek Jeter, David Ortiz. I think Mark Wahlberg said it best. D- Derek Jeter is a biracial angel. I believe he said, and, and the other guys, is that right? Uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And he's right about that. Yeah, he is. Uh, at any rate, this is super fucking crazy. When's the last time an athlete was caught up in like a violent situation that had to do with someone else's wife? And a drug lord. I, I was just trying to think assassination attempts. And, and again, I'll, I'll go back to Monica Sellis. And that's about it. But that was a crazy thing. A crazy person. That wasn't organized crime, right? Right. No, no, no. But again, you're down there, man, with all these fucking people. Yeah. I, you know. Maybe Jeff. It's a third world country. What are you going to do, man? I, I don't. To me, I don't go out in that shit anymore. Like, you know. And that, and that, was, that was part of the Nipsey Hustle thing. Yeah. That uh, that was discussed between a lot of people, where they were like, "Look, man, get the once you make it, get the fuck out of your area because there's going to be a lot of people down there." Now, if he's banging this guy's wife, a drug lord's wife, that's pretty close to you had this coming as as you could get. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we've all banged people's wives, all right? It happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe skip the drug lord. Just not the drug lord's wife. I think Johnny Depp did it in that movie Blow, right? Oh, yeah. Pissed off getting that guy off. Yeah. And... Uh, but, but look, man, this is, uh, this is real life, hombre. And, well, that uh, was real life. That was George Young. Yeah. So uh, That's true. I mean, you know. But again, George Young wasn't. A fucking Hall of Fame baseball player. Not that Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame yet, but he should be. He should, he should be. I'm, we'll I'm, by see. the way, just to go on, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but steroid guys, put them in the Hall. They were the best players during their generation. That's what the Hall of Fame is for, is to memorialize the best players of their generation. It doesn't matter if they were in the Jews. I don't care. Put them in. I have a problem with the records. The records, yes, for sure. They should, they should have. From, Roger Maris should still have his from, home run record. From 1980 until 2004, all those records should be kept aside. Yeah. But... Yeah, come on, put him in the hall. Put him in the hall. Let's you go. You know the weird thing about Ortiz is like he didn't he didn't ever look like he was on steroids. So like he didn't ever look he like he could have just gone through that little period. Yeah, 
and just made it. He would be a first ballot surefire yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he looks like a dad that is on his way to the lake with his kids. That's what he looks like to me. Yeah, just the way he dresses. Like when he's on TV, he's wearing suits and stuff. But if you see him like in his casual clothes, he just looks like some dad that's on the way to the lake. And yeah. I, don't, I don't mean the the outfit. I mean the gut is really what I'm the referring gut. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's had that ever since he came up with the fucking twins back in the day. Oh yeah, like the whole time. And uh, then he turned into a twins killer, by the way. Yeah. Remember that series God, where he just dude. hit the walk-off? He had like three, three home runs in two games, walk-off home run to win the series. Yeah. That was a great fucking year. Amazing. That was the year that uh, Boston came back from, the, from down 3-0, right? Yeah. Against the Yankees? Yeah. yeah. 2004, yeah. maybe? It was, uh, that was a fun year, man. It was um, great. Yeah, David Ortiz is a hero, man. Loved it. Uh, USA up 2-0 over Thailand right now. Yeah, the, the Women's the, World the, Cup. Look. I like the Women's World Cup, by the way. I'm not same, shitting on it. It, same. it is better than watching it. the men play. Just had this. Uh, my, I'm in it all day for them. My former first sergeant, he's now a sergeant major at Benning uh, down in Columbus, Kenny Johnson. He's a huge soccer fan, but he's like so bitter. Every year when the men's team are, are playing, he's like, God damn it, dude. It's like watching the WNBA. With our men's Reverse, team. Reverse, yeah. Yeah, it fucking sucks. And he's like, please put a women's game on for Christ's sake. Yeah. And let me watch actual fucking soccer be played. Because our women are fucking amazing. Uh, amazing. They're, the, they're, they're like top five every year, really. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they're, I think they're favored to win in, on my bookie right now. Um, to win it all. Them or uh, France is usually That's up there tough. in Brazil. Those are, those are long shot bets to me. You can't bet on the World Cup. Like, there's so much crazy shit that's no. going to happen in the World Cup. I, I took women's. I you did. took the USA took USA, yeah. What, what was the – was it a money line? Like, yeah, I, I think it was uh, three to one um, is mm. what it was. So. That's not bad. I would take yeah, that, yeah. Threw 100 bucks on it just yeah. to do it just because I want to watch it. Speaking um, of women, uh, Chris Cyborg is going to, quote, unquote, test free agency. Look, so she's got one more fight with the UFC. Right? It's uh, UFC 240. I don't, I don't know when that is. Um, she better fucking win then if she's going to test free agency. It's July 27th in Edmonton. So um, – this has been talked about a lot. We've had Ryan Bader on the show, and he talked about staying in Bellator instead of coming over to UFC because, yeah. like, hey, I can make more money. I mean, ultimately, what is it about? Like, what are you fighting for? Is it for pride? Like, if, you, if you're going to fight for pride, just go to a fucking Walmart parking lot and challenge people to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to make money and make sure your family is taken care of for the, forever. That's what all this shit has got to be about. Otherwise, what the fuck are you even doing, man? Yeah. You're putting your body and brain through all this horse shit just to prove a point? That's fucking dumb. No, these guys are they're entrepreneurs. They're business people. Uh, and I feel like pitting these organizations against each other, UFC and Bellator and the others, is great. I love it. I want to see that. Even though I'm a big fan of the UFC, I want to see... Uh, what I don't want to see is all the the uh non-unified titles like the boxing has these days like you have to win four different goddamn titles sometimes to have a unified title and yeah I, look I, I think they'll stick in their own leagues because yeah. I, I there's not a lot of well the way it works now going on it's as like far as free fight agency. by fight contracts right so it's not like right it's not like you can just go sign one offs here and there because yeah you know, but maybe it does become like that like nobody's really done this before nobody's openly said hey i'm going to test free agency and and see what it looks like We'll see. I, all I know is she better win after making that, that fucking statement. Um, but speaking of UFC, I, did you watch that card on Saturday night? Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Um, I, man. Man, he made a rookie mistake blowing his nose like that. 
I, you know what's funny, man? So I wish Justin was here to talk about same, this shit. Same, same. And, and by the way, shout out to Disgusting Justin. He's actually going to be fighting June 21st in, in San, San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. We're flying back. We're going to yep. the fight. Um, so if you're in San Antonio, join us. Um, we'll be at Disgusting Justin's fight. Yep. Uh, one of our co-hosts. Um, but uh, I did not know that when you break your nose that you shouldn't blow it or the blood goes in. Yeah. I mean, it shut his eye like yep. that. Yeah, it's. Uh, what is that medically that causes that? Because I was, I, I've never seen that before. It's your your sinus cavity. Okay, right. I think, and, and it I'm, goes I'm not, into. Uh, I'm not an expert on that, but when you blow your nose, it just creates pressure. Pressure that basically your, sucks the blood back up in there and God closes damn it, everything. It painful. Uh, it didn't look great, but he's a tough motherfucker. I'll say that he is, man. But like he uh, he walked back out there ooh. with his whole head swollen, and the doctor's like, "No, dude, you can't. You're gonna die if you do this." So. Look, I, like, honestly, know, if he had got punched in that eye again after it swelled like that, he would have probably lost his eye. I, and, I, and I think it was smart to stop the fight. Yeah. So anybody who and he and so did he. There was there was some people online who were bitching about like, dude, don't stop the fight. Fuck no, man. He was done. His yeah. eye was closed. Like, yeah, that this was isn't it. a fucking movie. Yeah, let him let him live to fight another day. Um, it, it says here though that is uh, there there is no broken or, orbital. That's good, um, and that, it, that's good. Uh, but he also says he wants to fight Ferguson again, which man, I don't look, I'm six foot two twenty five, and I don't want to fight Ferguson. Who was <laughs> what does he weigh? He's 150, 155, right? Yeah. I don't want to fight that guy. He is fucking, uh, so he's a hard man. He's just a hard, I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. Dude, he, he, he's like, he takes punches. He punches hard. And it doesn't seem like any of the shit that he takes phases him. Uh, I really like watching him fight. I'm looking. Shit, maybe they will do a rematch. I would watch it. I would too. And so, look, it's not the worst idea in the world. I'm sure Ferguson wants to go on and do other shit. But uh, I, man, I, I these the, this fight was amazing. And I look, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I I love bloody fucking ruthless wars like this. It's yeah. the same reason I want to see Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor again. Well, actually, now that you mentioned that, uh, Diaz has been talking a lot of shit about Conor McGregor in the past couple of days. Well, he said he's moved on. He said that fight doesn't interest me anymore. Um, yeah. Well, he the, doesn't interest me anymore. So Justin Bieber called out Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to fight Tom Cruise. If he's not a pussy, he'll come fight me. I don't know what this is all about. But then Conor chimes in and says, hey, I'll host it. And also, I want to fight Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> at the same event. Like, I don't know where any of this shit is coming from. I honestly, I think maybe they're all just like stoned together. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows but, man. but, uh, Diaz is all over McGregor. He's like, man, you're not even a fucking competitor anymore. You're trying to fight like celebrities and shit. He's just, I, it, it seemed to me, I mean, Diaz is a shit talker anyways. He's from Stockton, right. Stockton, California. So that that's what you do there. Uh, but, it seemed like he's trying Diaz to. Diaz lives that life, though. He does. If, you, if you're he's, from Stockton, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you got nothing else to live for no. there. So. Um, yeah, so I, it seems like he's trying to call him out to bait him out a little bit. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, the next big fight that I'm. No, I don't know. But it, it, even when I heard him talking shit about Connor, I don't know if he. I thought he was genuine. Like, I, I, I don't think that he really does. He doesn't give a fuck about Connor. He doesn't give a fuck about any of it. I don't know if anybody else gives a fuck about either one of them at this point either, to be honest. Like Connor's got to fight, man. I mean, right now he's not fighting at all. No. And he's just drinking whiskey in all these fucking places being famous. I don't know who he fights. I mean, Diaz would be, if he could beat Diaz, that would make him probably in the top one or two contender spots again. Not that Diaz is that great, but it would be, it would demonstrate that he's back as a fighter. 
And Diaz because or, was, you know, after this Khabib fight, does he fight Khabib again? Like, you know, nah, he's not going to get a Khabib fight immediately. I think Ferguson deserves a shot at Khabib now. Honestly, he's been bruising the fuck out of people the last couple of couple yeah, of fights here. I, I don't uh, I don't know who Connor comes back and fights or if he comes back and fights. Um, to me, Khabib's you know, suspension just, he is seems up. very content in just being famous. And, well, he's uh, very if that if it were you. Right. Right. And the whiskey company is doing well. Your other investments are doing well. Do you really want to get the, 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 the shit, shit kicked out of you? Out of you. I've, th- I've thought about this. And it's, I, I take the Ashton Kutcher model uh, to heart with this one where Ashton Kutcher is, a, and not a lot of people know this, is a brilliant dude and a very smart businessman behind the scenes. Yeah, he's worth way more in his business ventures than he is on anything he made He's in, in that angel investment company they what do they invest in uber and like, they owned at 1.30 percent of uber yeah yeah i mean like all kind, like all kinds of shit yeah his divorce to demi moore was what opened it up and they've you know it was he was worth at that time and that was fucking six years ago like, like 400 four or five hundred million dollars yeah. ashton kutcher was and um to me I, I got the sense from I, I still get the sense from Ashton Kutcher is he stays the only reason he's still acting is to remain famous enough yeah. so that he can do these other deals and everybody wants to still hang out with Ashton Kutcher and be like oh you, dude you're still famous yeah. for doing for acting right or being a movie star or whatever you want to call it TV star I think it's the same thing with Conor McGregor where I think he has to fight one or two more times to be like oh sh- I still want to hang out with the baddest man on the planet yeah, um, you I know, because right now you walk up to Mike Tyson in the streets. You're not. You're not Mike Tyson is just selling of, weed now. I know. Like, not he's not. I'm not saying he's down on the corner selling weed. Mike Tyson has a marijuana company, a marijuana in company, Vegas, and that's what and he, he does. sells weed. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Conor McGregor has a liquor company. He yeah. sells whiskey, and that's well. That's Khabib's what he does. got a fight uh, in September. Khabib signed a multi-fight deal, yeah. so he's, he's got three fights, three yeah, or four. He, yeah, three. I think. And he uh, he said something um, just the other day, like. Somebody asked him about Connor. He goes, "Oh, we're not finished yet." So maybe he's eyeing. May, if Connor can come back and fight like Ferguson, maybe I don't know. I don't know. But I, that I, that to, if I'm Connor, I don't fight. I don't. Ferguson. F- I don't fight Ferguson. There's no either. fucking way. I, I wouldn't want that fight. But if you come back and win, then that Khabib fight will be. Oh, mega. It'll it'll break the record again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For pay per view yeah. sales. So maybe I mean Connor's a pretty decent businessman too. He's molded his image in a certain way over Absolutely. the years. Absolutely. And I don't think he's. I don't think that's on accident. I think it's on purpose. So maybe he, like, if you're going to come back, if you say, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to fight, maybe you have to fight Ferguson. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, look, he's got to fight somebody, and it's got to be this year. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's got to be before the end of the year. And if he sure. loses, if he comes back and loses this year, I think he's done forever. Um, if he comes back and wins, great. Then you can have the same speculation for another two or three years. Yeah. Same with uh, Mayweather. Remember when Mayweather was taking those long stretches off at the end of his career, and you were like, Oh man, I just want to see him fight so and so, and then he would come back, and take one fight. Well, that's every because year he's got a hundred person staff, and everybody on staff is making a hundred thousand dollars. He'll a be year. broke within five years. Yeah, Mayweather. That's like uh, he's. I don't understand, uh, and I don't know what his businesses are because he hasn't had any public bullshit, uh, like divorce or anything, where it would have been all of his internal stuff would have been made public. But he doesn't seem to be investing. Like he's got a strip club in fucking Vegas. He's got a bunch of strip clubs that he owns. That's what he. That's what he does. Um, I mean, uh, if he's going to become a mon- money launderer, that's a good way to do it because it's an all cash business. But you know, other other than that, I don't think anybody's gotten rich off owning strip clubs. Really, the strip club route is is simply for uh, washing money, probably, that's, and and just fucking. Whores. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to be a money launderer, 
Uh, owning yeah. strip clubs and car washes, that's the way to go. <laughs> it's, it's just true. That's how it is. Yeah, man. I, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with him, but he's got to come back and make a decision soon. So uh, we will see, Indeed. my dude. Um, fun show, man. This, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a crazy time in sports, man. Game seven tomorrow night. Yep. Um, can't wait to watch that. Sights about that that Warriors game on on Thursday night. Uh, the it's only thing I'm not psyched true. about is if they do make it to Game Seven. It's not for another three days. Yeah, it's, it's Sunday, right? Go until next Sunday. Yeah. Ugh. So well, well, you know what we'll be able to do is uh, wait for the Kellen Winslow sentencing, right? Because he got convicted. Oof. Did you hear about that? God, Kellen Winslow Jr., who has apparently been kidnapping and raping people. Yeah, like, like fifty-eight-year-old homeless, like old people. homeless people, like elderly homeless—not elderly, but older homeless people, like fifties and sixties. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> man, it's like that and the Ortiz thing are probably the two weirdest stories going on right now. Super I weird. Uh, I don't know if you super if weird. you guys at home have looked into the uh, the Kellen Winslow the second junior. Yeah, he was always a weird fucking guy, man. I remember he signed that huge contract, went out, and bought a motorcycle, and then. Wrecked it in the parking lot. He'd Ron, never yeah. ridden a motorcycle. He pulled before. a Ron Gant. Yeah, Ron Gant had never ridden a motorcycle. He fucking got a motorcycle. Lost the whole '94 season. Just decided to Idiot. do it, and yeah. uh, that was it. So stupid. He got fucked up. He, what he played for like six different teams. His dad was super famous. Like, yeah. The only thing I could possibly think of in this case is there's got to be some CTE there or something fucked up. I would say more guy. than C. Like. Uh, Obviously, I'm not an expert on this sort of thing, but I do read quite a bit. And from what I understand, CT would probably exacerbate the issue, but something like that kind of behavior yeah. is a symptom of childhood abuse for sure. And I'm not saying his dad did that. I don't know who or if it even happened, but for the most part, who knows? For in almost every case, there's some form of childhood abuse that leads to later like sexual deviancy. That's just how it works. Yeah. That's how human beings work. So something fucked up happened in this guy's early life for sure. Oof. Whatever it is, man, it's a weird fucking story. And I, it, it appeared from the photos that I saw that his dad was in court with him. So I don't know. He's looking at life. The, they, they don't have a sentence yet, but he has been convicted on what? Three or four out of 11 counts. Yeah. Um, one was a 50. Yeah. Raping a 58 year old yep. homeless woman. Yes. What the fuck is? Going I mean, that's on? like see that the psychology that goes into something like that. You're you're preying on the person in society who is least capable of defending themselves, other than a child, right? It's an yes. older person who's homeless, has no recourse, uh, probably has mental health issues because most people that are homeless that are that old have some kind of mental health issue. Man, this guy just fucking crazy. Crazy. Um, we don't often do Drinking Bros of the Week on uh, the sports show, but we actually yep. are this week because we lost one of our own. Uh, this one was submitted by Alicia Fusaro. Uh, DB New England is sad to share that we lost a great friend yesterday. Nick Ladelfa always made us laugh. He battled all weekend after suffering cardiac arrest. Uh, he's an Army vet, brother, uncle, and an all-around great guy who was a hero even in death having been an organ donor. Raise a glass to our friend. We will miss you, brother. Uh, gone way too soon. Um, but uh, all, all the Drinking Bros community reached out and, uh, and hit me up and said, hey, could you, could you guys do this immediately? Uh, of course, uh, absolutely. And uh, yep. cheers, you guys. Um, if you're submitting for Drinking Bro of the Week out there, submit through the, the Facebook page. 
uh, Drinking Bros podcast. And uh, a lot of people don't know, if you don't know, there is actually a private group, uh, Just Drinking Bros. Um, also sports, Drinking Bros sports. You yep. can be in both. Just be a cool fucking dude uh, and drink. There's over 100 and... I think three thousand, something like that. Yeah, it's um, a lot. Yes, yeah, and up you on see, Facebook. you see everything. You see stuff from the show. You see stuff just from the community. You see stuff from uh, JT and the guys all the time. Like yep. it's a whole smorgasbord of lunacy and fucking brotherhood. Rocco, Matt, Evan, all of us. Uh, yeah, all the guys are always together. It's 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 awesome. Fucking Bert from TV. Everybody's in there. Everybody, everybody. So uh, cheers. Uh, looking forward to Game Seven. Looking yeah. forward to this this Warriors wrap up. And uh, man. Yeah. Uh, prayer hands up to uh, to to KD. Yeah, and uh, shout out well. to Terrell Davis for for sending us this. Uh, yeah, Hall of Famer Terrell Davis. He's got this new CBD company, Defy. It's actually really. I feel very relaxed right now. Yeah, like I, no shit. It's crazy it's really that good. you can just drink twenty milligrams of CBD in a bottle, and it and tastes really good too. I was kind of worried about the taste, uh, but no, it's really good. Um, can we can we invest in this fucking company? Yes. Let's do that. I mean, for real, they, this shit's amazing. We should invest in it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, are they selling this out in, in public or not? Um, yeah, I think it's it's, it's, it's on the site now. Yeah, is it? And I think they have some. I think they're developing some other products as well. Um, but this TD is a fucking uh, huge proponent of using this shit. Obviously, like well, any, he was on our, he was on Drinker Bro Sports. Yeah, during the Super Bowl, he was on. And uh, like anybody that's ever played running back ever or any fucking position in football over that amount of time dinged up injuries headaches fucking all kinds of bullshit option one is cortisone injections and fucking percocet yep you know what i mean and that shit fucks you up both of those things fuck you up over time (laughs) (laughs) or you can do the natural way and you go cbd uh it's great look a bunch of cbd companies hit us up Uh, truthfully this is the best shit that i've had though it is yeah so far um so far so uh, I'm amped about it. Congratulations, uh, TD. This is yeah. It's, it's been amazing. a long time coming, man. We've been waiting for it for a little while now, and finally they they got their uh, got their product out. And it's actually really good. So packaging's great. Good on them. It. Yeah, everything's That's why good. we put it on the show today. Yep. Or a shout out to TD. Uh, They're not Anthony. paying us, by the way. We just like I know. this shit. Not a sponsor. Uh, maybe I, I would really like to own this company. No <laughs> uh, For Danthony, Danthony Holloway. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. All videos are on YouTube. Subscribe. Good night, everyone.